Hello, this is the hardcore legend Mick Foley, and you are listening to Putting You Over. Yeah. Hello, this is the hardcore legend Mick Foley, and you are listening to Putting You Over. Yeah. Uh, this guy's called the Standing Streamer. with regret and you're watching putting you over. Boom. Oh. Boom. There we go. Whoa, look at that. You see that little camera glitch on the stream? On the stream on the stream. On the stream. On the screen. Did you see that camera glitch? On the hacker has invaded putting you over welcome everybody this is putting you over i am the standing streamer and uh tonight i i hope to bring you another phenomenal show uh on tap we have the step is this mouse gonna control that over there too or no no good oh actually maybe it is we don't want that that is not something we want so let me just make sure it's up oh we have the stepdads wrestling on tonight oh no it's not on perfect Wonderful. Uh, so we'll talk about uh, stepdad things. And <laughs> and then we'll, uh, you know, talk to them for a while. And then, you know, discuss a little wrestling. Backlash is tomorrow. Definitely want to... Uh, oh, the blowout man is here. Oh, yeah, business just picked up. Uh, so stepdads, some backlash predictions. We're going to have uh, David in Atlanta on with us. What's up, D-Rod? How's it going? What's going on? Welcome, everybody, guys. If you're just coming in, don't be shy to say hi. Tweet out the stream uh, and all that fun stuff. About 9.15, we'll get the stepdads in here and uh, talk to them. Tag team out of New Jersey. So, got the New Jer- I've got the New Jersey scene locked down as of late. Oh, no, wait. We, we've lear- we learned that Tony Deppin is actually not from New Jersey, which was the assumption I was under, but he's not. He's uh he's in Pennsylvania somewhere in the, the middle of central Pennsylvania is where Tony Deppin is. 
But uh, I have a really good feeling about tonight's show, at least guest-wise, because I – and we'll, we'll talk about it when I get the guys on. And, uh, you know, I never asked them, are they coming on separately on Zoom? Or or the the same – well, we'll just find out. But um, tag team, they have uh, this – this gimmick that is just great. Although I don't, I don't really think it's that much of a gimmick. I think it, it's actually uh, who they are as a person, as as people. At, at least the the mindset and in the verbiage in the promo style and stuff that they do. Uh, they're like step, they're stepdad. They're eighty sitcom dad, stepdads. They're eighty sitcom dads that just happen to be stepdads. Uh, so we're going to, uh, break all that down tonight, get right down to the core of what it means to be a stepdad. They seemed hyped about the show promoting it. Oh my God. Yeah. So, and I'll talk to them about it. Well, when I, when I just stumbled upon them, when I discovered them and then I, I started looking into their stuff, I was like, I fell in love with these guys. And I I basically came out with them. Well, first I asked them if they had like uh, a trailer or a commercial for for their style of, of stuff, what they do, and they sent it to me, and it was great. So then I re- I replied back, uh, I love I love your stuff. Like, how long does it take you to make something like that? Would it be possible for you guys to do like like a commercial, like a promo type of vignette style thing? For the show coming up, it might be fun. It might be fun to do. Could be fun, as Chunks would say. And uh, they sent it to me, man. And I I watched it last night with my fam- my family, excuse me. And they loved it. And I I popped. It was just classic stuff. It was great stuff. And I like what they're doing. And I can't wait to talk to them. Once again, uh, no dry erase marker tonight. It's okay. Um, but I'm not using my phone. I actually hand wrote all of my bullet point notes that I want to get to tonight, which I probably won't. I probably won't <laughs> probably won't get to all of them. I probably will not stay on track, but that's how it works. Um, the Discord is open, obviously, if you would like to ask some questions live. Uh, some of you know how that works. Just, uh, you know, pop in to the on the line section and I'll pull you down. Uh, hold on. Putting you over easy live. Uh, standing streamer. Yeah, there we go. So D-Rod has a, a stream tonight. He has a big paper, uh, no paper, not pay-per-view, uh, a big uh, E-Fed show tonight. So he'll he'll be here for just a little bit. Uh, but how was everybody's weekend going? How was their Saturday blowout, man? How was yours? Uh, we will get to those scenes. I'm gonna. I you know what? What I might do is I might just clear my schedule some night. I might just come on stream uh, when I don't have a guest, or maybe I'll just do a guest and then leave it free after. And we'll just do. We got to finish up all those scenes of the blowout, man. So. So that's the plan. 
what's up, Ringside Rant? How's it going? What's going on? Thanks for the follow earlier. Thanks for coming in. Godless America. Our weekend is going great. You just got a big decision on your case. 100% PTSD. Oh, yeah. My dad has that, too. My dad has that. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, but we're going to open up the Zoom here in you know a few minutes, five minutes. We'll get uh, the stepdads on. We'll talk to them. So I'm really excited about them. Ringside Rant, how's your weekend going, my fine uh, gentleman? How's the show going for you? You know what sucks about tonight, and I want to discuss it with these guys, is, you know, Twitch has been coming down. Well, Twitch was handed all these DMC. Well, you know, I'll wait till they come on. Oh, I'll wait till they come on. But yeah, so that's what's on tap tonight. Very busy. Yeah, you know, uh, they, it's a busy, busy time between. Uh, well, school's winding down for my kids, but between homeschooling, between my myself working at home. Uh, between the show, between housework, between wife, life, all that fun. We actually had a distance, social distance softball practice tonight. I coached softball. So with the music stuff, if I play the music through the in-game music, does that count? You know, Deron, I don't have any answers for you. I would hope that people would not get a strike on them from music in a video game that comes over, I would hope. I don't know for sure. Uh, but the reason I contacted you, I know sometimes you play like CM Punk's music, sometimes you play Sasha Banks' music, some, you know, uh, Motorhead, uh, stuff like that. I would be really careful with that. That's just my two cents. Uh, coming from somebody who's been banned on several platforms knows what knows what it takes so um so yeah so i also coach softball and uh our rec league was canceled uh i'm a, i coach travel team and uh everything's been pushed back but we actually decided to have a social distance practice today it was very difficult the next three shows will be great and iconic who do you have on for the next three shows give yourself a plug man go ahead you have you have carb launch go ahead hook yourself up with a band i learned the hard way yeah yeah, I've done that. I've reached out to, uh, I got some friends in the business, in the business. I got some independent record label friends, so uh, I can hook you up with a few bands for music if you need. Yeah, yeah, just DM, yeah, DM me those. Uh, but who do you have? You said the next three shows will be great and iconic. Ooh. Uh, why don't you, you know, drop if you wanna, if you wanna, if if you don't wanna drop who those next three shows are gonna be. Uh, you have Dr. Tom Pritchard phenomenal um that is a good get good job out of you man i need to swing something like that uh but then once you're done you know listing your great and iconic shows your next three shows give yourself a plug ringside rant let us know where we can hear you where we can find those and all that fun stuff i should start giving some friends of the show uh, a command in here so we can get that done so, all right, so here is the ta here's what's on tap tonight. I've already mentioned it once, but I will mention it again. Because uh, really when I have, when I feel lost for words, I just like to run down what I'm going to do. Uh, first of all, how does everything sound tonight? 
And uh, okay, so we'll have the stepdads here any minute. As soon as I'll probably just DM them and say, oh, "Okay, I'm ready to go," and uh, all that. And then you know, talk mania guys. Ooh. And how do you do? Oh, your podcast. So I get it. Follow you on Twitter at ringside rant underscore rj. Yeah, guys, give him a follow on Twitter. You can get all his what he's got going on, uh, all the stuff you can find. Two weeks alerts, Hammerstone. That's who I want to get on here. I've been trying to get him. I've had Richard Holiday. Oh, I've had Pillman from MLW. I really want to get Hammerstone. Really bad. Really bad. If you could put a good word in for me, follow you on all major pod- podcasts. Platforms. We should do something one of these times, Ringside Rant. It'd be fun. I do Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays. Uh, all full and full press coverage. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so, what was I saying? So, yeah, so I'll do the interview. interview. I, you know, I always say I never keep anybody over an hour. We'll see how long it goes. We'll see uh, how things are going. And then I'm going to bring David in. A, well, anybody's free to come in and chime in after that about whatever they want. I do want to talk a little bit about Backlash coming up tomorrow. Uh, I want to talk about some other things that I saw last night on SmackDown and stuff like that. Your game? Awesome. I'd like Hammerstone. He'd be like a workout, workout tweet today. Yeah. Yeah, I bet he did. I'd love to get him on. I, I've reached out to him. I just, he doesn't reply. I, I just don't have, I don't know. I don't know. It's, what are you going to do? You can only do so much before you sound like a, like a begging douchebag, you know. But maybe one of these days. Maybe I'll get him on soon. Maybe somebody will clip this and they'll see. He'll go, oh, I'll, I'll do putting you over. Or he'll go, I don't want to do that stupid show. Who's the standing streamer? Good Lord. You got lucky this week. Yeah, it was great. Pritchard's going to be a good spot, too. It's going to be a good spot. Talk Mania guys are probably great. The watch along will be fun. That'll be fun. You should do um, WrestleMania 10. That's uh, Brett and Owen, right? You should do that one too. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna DM. Uh, where's my phone? I'm gonna DM uh, the the stepdads, and they can come in anytime they want. Uh, you guys can come in Zoom anytime. Uh, I I still you know. I'm getting uh, some packages in the mail tomorrow from Amazon, and that's going to allow me to – I'm going to rearrange some things so I never have to leave behind the bar for the show. So if somebody comes into Zoom, I can just walk – you know what? I might not be able – I might not have to. He might just pop up. They might just pop up, and I can go in. I think that's how I did it. I don't think I have to accept them. I don't think I, I turned a waiting room on. So damn, Skype's connection sucked. For who? The Skype connection sucked for who? There they are. Look at that. They did just pop up. I knew the Zoom thing was awesome. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Oh, How are you doing? Spectacular. How are you guys doing? We're pretty good. Spectacular. Phenomenal. I was just uh, you know, opening the show, trying to do a little uh, you know, maintenance work, giving people the rundown of, of what we're doing tonight and stuff like that. And uh, I was saying it really sucks with this whole twitch music dmca thing going on now because they got a whole pile of complaints and they're going back and catching clips if you played any music at all in clips or vods or whatever you get a strike blah 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 and and they should that's what should happen if they get it i i I understand uh but it sucks because 
you know, I wanted to play your guys' theme song to open the show and and do some fun stuff with music with you guys. And I'm just like friggin' afraid to get a strike. I have two strikes on me. So if I get another one, man, I'm hitting the pine. I'm out. I'm finding yeah. a new platform. You know? Hold on one second. I'm going to disappear for a second. I have the AC on in this room. I'm just going to turn it off because it's a little loud and it's hard to hear you with it on. So I'll be here. I'm just going to move for one second. Oh, I got this. I got this. You're fine. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah. That's the good so, thing. What, Go ahead. Surprisingly, um, I don't know if I mentioned it to you. We are working on getting custom music because this is an issue that pops yeah. up sometimes. Yeah. Um, our theme song has two different types of copyrighted music in them. Sounds great in front of a live audience, but sometimes it, it can't be posted in certain places, and that's a real bummer, you know? Yeah, and I think we were – who was that? I just had on. I was discussing with someone like Paul Heyman. They asked him one time, how would you get all that great music for ECW at the start? Well, he's like, I just didn't ask. I just played it. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's – it's I, I mean – and nobody really knows, like over here in Twitch, like, I have no idea. I don't know what I can do, what I can't. Like, can I do a parody song? I don't know. Could, mm -hmm. could we sing the Full House theme song right now? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I could, but, but I oh, don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what would happen. Oh, oh uh, I guess. Yeah. I know what I want to ask you. Where, where are the kids tonight? Uh, they're conveniently... Uh... Not a problem tonight. I was gonna say that's that's a lot of that's a lot of of kids that someone else well, yeah, has taken know, over. Some some have been away at college, but you know they're home right now, and uh, <laughs> some have grown up, and some are. It, it really depends on the promo how old they are. Um, yeah, yeah, it does, doesn't it? Tonight they're uh, conveniently uh, very quiet, yeah, which we need. Well, they're exactly what we need them to be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it works out really well. You guys definitely have a handle on them because I don't I don't hear any like yelling. Like I know in my house, my kids are you'll probably hear footsteps running during the interview and uh Oh at most you might hear my dog bark for no reason. Ah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. So the the one thing that boggles my mind and I can't quite figure it out yet is how does a backyard wrestler from New Jersey connect a a stepdad backyard wrestler from New Jersey Connect with another stepdad from Vegas to form the greatest tag team in the history of stepdad tag teams. I guess, I guess, technically, we are the best stepdad tag team wrestling ever. I yeah, looked definitely. around. I looked around. I spent a long time today trying to yeah. find. I thought Bobby Eaton and whoever his partner was at the time. Yeah, <laughs> we're up there, no, but. Uh, it, it, it's why you get specific with your gimmick very specific. because then then you're the best at it yeah exactly <laughs> um weirdly I, I mean to go into like how it actually was connected uh this is you know for for the kids out there this is before uh this is back in the days of message boards oh boy oh um aol messenger anybody remember that yeah so Back in the day, we had a, a giant backyard wrestling message board. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of guys you might have heard of were on it, but uh, uh, maybe we'll throw one out there. A guy named uh, Will Ospreay. You know, he might have posted there once in a while. I think I've heard um, of him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So a whole bunch of us would post our footage on there, and it just became this, like, NWA of backyard wrestling where, like, it was like everyone had their own territories. And they posted their own stuff. And we would have super shows where everyone would go to one central place and wrestle. 
we had super shows where guys came from the UK, yeah. Canada, uh, Australia, like these giant backyard shows. I'll, um, I'll give you an example, okay? So we had uh, the Alliance, uh, we called it, had a United States title. Okay. I wrestled for the United States title in Salt Lake City, Utah. Keep it. Keep in mind, I lived in Las Vegas. That yep. was a very long trip. <laughs> yeah. Then I defended it in Indiana, and then I lost it to him in Pennsylvania, all in the span of like four to six months. And it's, I defended our World X Division title in the UK. Yeah, we we took it pretty seriously. Yeah. And are all those matches? set up and booked through the message board like kind of um a, a lot of people would kind of uh ask have requests mm-hmm. but there would be whoever's wh- wherever the show was being held right was they would be in charge of actually booking the show yeah so sometimes they would honor requests sometimes if the request was ridiculous like if it was like hardcore holly asking to be given the title <laughs> um th- they would be like no we're not doing that <laughs> But a lot of times it would be honored, and if guys traveled a long way, they'd generally get yeah. – they wouldn't, like, come across the country. They'd be like, the prize, you're wrestling this – you're yeah. wrestling Maven. Yeah. Like, Where is like Maven the guys, these days? <laughs> like, the guys from the U.K. would fly over knowing they're getting a shot at the world title. And uh, in the case of one of them, he won the world title and took it back to the U.K., so it became a real, legitimate, world-defended title. Yeah. And that kind of stuff is awesome. Well, we're not talking about a couple of weapons on a mattress here. Like, yeah, we had like this is a real deal. All these places, to pretty much all these places had an actual ring in someone's yeah. backyard. Yeah, yeah, and and some people who were already trained would come in and try to help train us and things like that. Not that I'm saying that's how you should get your start in professional wrestling, but that's that's kind of how it started for us. That's how we met. I yeah. we've had we. I always say we, and it's really just me, but. <laughs> I've had, I think, uh, recently we had Tony. De- See, I did it again. Uh, Tony Deppin and Matt Vertigo, and there was somebody else recently. Everyone, it must be it, the, be- the How'd you get your start? Backyard wrestling. How'd you get your start? I was backyard wrestling. How'd you get? Fun yeah. fact. Yeah. I was like, both, I should. Both guys you just mentioned yeah. were guys we backyard yeah. wrestled with. I, yeah. I wrestled Matt Vertigo multiple times. Yeah. Uh, I've known Tony, Tony Deppin for like 10 years. I was, I was at his wedding a couple, like a couple years ago. I've known Tony forever. Oh, he's um, great. Leon St. Yeah. Giovanni was in my backyard fed in New Jersey. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Yep. So it, it's all, it, it was all connected. Everyone was kind of connected it, through. It's so weird how every promotion we go to now, there's, I would say 99% of the time, there's at least one, if not many guys from our little alliance that we ran into and most of the time wrestled multiple times throughout the country. Also, it was a good way for us to get used to traveling. We, we wrestle in all, tons of states, multiple states all over the Northeast. And we were already doing that in our little backyard yeah. wrestling there, alliance. There was a point where we were having monthly shows, and everyone in the Northeast was driving to Cooperstown, New York, for monthly shows. Yeah. And we, we literally put together a year's worth of program. Like It's still all on YouTube in like episodes. Uh, it started with us wrestling in the winter. It ended when Vince bought the company and shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> what company was that? Uh, it was called uh, it was New called Era. New Era. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. The individual shows were called Grapgasm. Um, there was twenty episodes, uh, and it was ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, it ended when uh, Vince bought the company. And, and why did what? Why would Vince do? Why would Vince buy that? What did he need out of it? 
Just, um, you know, it's just uh, it was just a convenient way to end it with <laughs> with old clips of him yeah. behind WCW. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> exactly. it's, it's ironic because uh, let's just say somebody in the company ended up working in WWE headquarters. Yeah. So it actually tied in surprisingly well. Yeah, we had him come in as a heel, and and, and it, it was like he uh, pitched to, to Vince to buy the company and shut us down. And that was it. <laughs> Oh, man. The more stories I hear about, you know, the indie scene, like, not too long ago and the indie scene now, makes it seem like, to me, that the indie scene that happens is what the territory days used to be. So it's like one indie wrestling is one big thing, and then you have all these other like uh, Synergy and, and GCW and Beyond, and it's just they're all over. And it's just – it's so refreshing to talk to you guys because that's what that's what I fell in love with about wrestling was what you guys are describing, going around, uh, you're all together, intertwined, and it's just, it's just mm-hmm. great, great stuff. Now, okay, so you guys hooked up on the Backyard Wrestling message board. You do all that traveling around, first of all. Um, wh- who has the best sweaters? Like you traveled all over the world. Where did you find the best sweaters? I mean, I did. You know that they they call them sweaters over in the UK when you buy a uh, a jersey. So you know they have some they have some fancy sweaters over there. <laughs> when I was over there, I did pick up a West Ham sweater. So I, there's that. There you go. Um, you know it depends. Definitely not Allentown. They did not have good. <laughs> Uh, good sweaters. That's a scary place. <laughs> are you um, are you guys yeah. soccer fans? I I actually I was saying before I'm a Liverpool fan. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right there, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But uh, while I was defending uh, our our title in the UK, I did get to go to a West Ham game in the Olympic Stadium, which was really cool. Oh, nice, nice. We we weren't close enough to head head up to Liverpool. It's a, it a bit of a hike from London. Yeah. I think I, I saw Liverpool play at Fenway. They played uh, Roma. Uh, yeah, I think that's what they played. I'm looking around for my scarf, but I don't see it anywhere. So, um, wow, that took me for a tangent, and now don't really know where I'm going. Uh, so you guys teamed up. You debuted, uh, if I got my dates correct, 2000 and, 2000 and hold on, 17. Uh-huh. Yes. No. no. A little bit earlier. No, 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 no. Oh, he's, he's fixing it right now. Hold on, I gotta fix it. Okay, right. that would be. It's like a seminar. I'll let him correct you. I'll hold on. I'm gonna grab something from the so, closet over here. So we had uh, we got to have two matches in November of 2016. That's the only reason you're wrong. Right. Um, in one in one of those matches, we got to wrestle uh, Mr. Grimm, who was just on AEW Dark a couple weeks ago. And uh, before, and it was for Warriors of Wrestling. They did some internet tapings, and that was the first time we got to team up as the stepdads and present ourselves to the world. And that was a huge help in our uh, stepping stone to actually get in front of live audiences uh, as a tag team. Yeah, it was a big networking opportunity. Also, yeah. just to show you, I wasn't, I wasn't screwing around. I just grabbed this out of my closet to show you that it exists. <laughs> Look at that. It is a, uh, it is a Peter Crouch. Oh, Liverpool jersey. Oh because, my you know, goodness! Yeah. Uh, all Just my... to show you, I wasn't messing around. Oh, that, that, I believe that's it. A, it wasn't even a. It's not like it, it's a. 
Steven, Ger- no. Steven Gerrard yeah. jersey. No. It was either going to be Crouch or John Arnorisa. I grabbed Crouch. <laughs> uh, all mine are upstairs, or I'd show you a. I wanted to say Spike Owens, but Spike Owens is an old. My, my closet is right here. It's full of jerseys. Oh, so I, had to grab, I figured I'd grab it. It's, I'm actually wearing a Wade Boggs Tampa Bay Rays jersey right now. Big, big, big sports guy? Oh, yeah. Are you missing sports right now? Yes, um, definitely. But also, uh, I want to see the owners suffer in baseball, so I'm okay with <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the <laughs> players holding out. I think they have to hold out. I think it's the right thing for them to do. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I'd love to see baseball right now. I understand why people are upset at both sides because it seems kind of crazy that millionaires and billionaires are fighting over money. It's ridiculous. But at the same time, the owners have pushed the players far enough that I'm glad the players are standing up and saying no. Yeah, me too. So, all right, so no debut in 2017. 2016, two matches, Warrior Wrestling. Uh, you guys, first time you debut your stepdad. Uh, you guys debut yourself as a stepdad. Um, yeah. What was that feeling like? And, and what was the response from the people that were there? Um, I, I mean, there was a lot of people there who immediately were like, how have I not heard of you guys? This is ridiculous. I love this. <laughs> um and then, like, we told them, we're like, we're like, this is our first time trying this. We've only been wrestling for, like, a year. Uh, and they were like, get the hell out of here. There's no way that's true. <laughs> um, and it just, because we had that that extra carryover from yeah. the yard that helped us seem like we had been doing it a little longer because we were comfortable in a ring. It was yeah. more about learning the crowd aspect of it, yeah. Work, working the crowd instead of just doing moves. The psychology was yeah. where we were lacking. It's the little yeah, things we, that you guys give off. Yeah, we weren't nervous in the ring or anything like, like that. Our, a lot of rookies are. Our first match, if you go back and watch it, it's just like a spot fest. There's so much stuff in it that we don't do anymore that we sh- that is like absurd. He's doing like reverse Hurricane Rana's on guys. You know, just because. <laughs> just why uh, not? Yeah, why not? It's, it's like 20 minutes long. It's like at least I, 10 minutes too long. I, I took a backdrop driver on my head like I was in the Tokyo Dome. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. But in front of in front of the other wrestlers, that, that's what was cool about doing the, doing it at Warriors first. Because the only people there are other wrestlers because it's a studio taping. Yeah. So the fact that we got a good reaction from other wrestlers was a good feeling. Because they're a lot harder to impress, I feel like. They have a different... They have the experience. Yeah, they, they know what goes into it, so mm-hmm. impressing them felt good. It felt like a good start. It felt like we were onto something. I, 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 I stumbled upon you guys um, from Zicky Dice. Zicky Dice, I had on here. I love him as well. You guys were on, I think, one of his first yeah. Twitch streams. And yep, I was like... We were the first we one. We were the first one, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, stepdad... First of all, Step, the stepdads of wrestling, like stepdads of wrestling, is is a hook right off the bat. I'm like, who in the hell are these guys? So I look into <laughs> you guys and I start pulling up some of your your matches and stuff like that. And I just I fell in love with the entire package. And I'm I'm watching it, and you guys are coming out to like the Full House theme, and then like a little Billy Squire, and I'm yep. going, now wait a minute. I gotta love these guys. Here, you know, here comes the full house theme. I'm ready for this. I'm going. And then you guys are just sometimes got like a little heelish look or like a smirk almost. Just is it is it hard? I mean, people gotta love you when when they hear that song. 
that it, it's, it's funny because there's a lot of times we get brought into promotions and uh, the promoter is like, oh, you guys are going to be great heels. Right. Um, like, because people think, think stepdad's going to hate us. Yeah, they think stepdad, they're like, oh, people hate their stepdads, blah, blah, blah. Because there's that's such a, like, a yeah. cliche thing. Yeah. The stepdad is. is evil stepdad. Yep. Mm-hmm. And everywhere we've ever gone where we started as heel, we've ended up faced within at least six months to a year. There's just, it ends up, even when we're bad guys, <laughs> we end up saying, like, making people laugh. And it ends up turning them to our side eventually. Exactly. Uh, the worst we can do is get mad at a couple of kids in the crowd, but the parents love that, so it works in our yes. benefit anyway. At, at, at worst, oh, we are good for you. The children in the crowd, but their parents love us. <laughs> they were probably acting out. You, you, you guys are dads. Yes. You were probably just that's what I'm saying. Putting them in their we, place, doing your job. We you wrestled know? as as heels at a, uh, a a fair, like a county fair, one time. And uh, nothing got more of a reaction from the kids in the crowd than when I told them to shut up and do their summer reading. (laughs) Or uh, when I told them that I was going to turn this whole fair around. (laughs) And on the last day of the fair, I told them that because of them, the fair was getting shut down. Oh, um, that's just... Even though it was it was gonna get shut down anyway. It's a fair. (laughs) It's it's the whole point. We weren't wrong. Oh man, I tell you. Um, but you said like people get, have a bad, a bad like uh, a stigma of the stepdads, but th- that's not really true. I mean, Mike Brady, one of the greatest stepdads of all time. We actually, Absolutely. we actually did a uh, a promo one time with the step with the, the the stepdad Hall of Fame, and Mike Brady was the first inductee. Absolutely, he's right there on top. Who are the greatest was... stepdads besides you two? Well, and... I, it was more of a dad hall of fame than a stepdad hall of fame, but yeah. but he would be top. Yeah. Our inductees were uh, it was Mike Brady. Yep. Um, who was who was Danny second? Tanner? Was he third or second? Well, I know third was was Chris Dickinson, the Dirty Daddy. Absolutely, but Danny Tanner was <laughs> second. Yeah. yeah, and then the fourth one was a picture of Bill Cosby, oh, which yeah. in the promo <laughs> yeah. gets pulled off the wall and thrown away and replaced with a photo of us. There you the go. The new stepdad yeah. Hall of Fame. Right there. Yeah, it was uh, when I was trying to uh, act professional and in, in, t- in research and take notes. I'm like, oh, man, I got to get a list of the greatest stepdads, TV stepdads. So I start looking it up. There weren't really that many TV stepdads. There's Mike Brady, yeah. and then the rest are just all really good dads. I mean, Danny Tanner, not stepdad. Single dad, but not stepdad. There were. I mo- guess you could we, – we, we kind of qualify uh, – Uncle Joey and Uncle Jesse are pretty close. To oh, yeah, stepdads. that's true. They're like honorary, you know? Um, the dads from my two dads, yep. one of them has to be a stepdad, right? They can't both. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Biological. Well, it's <laughs> funny because they can't. Well, I guess not. There was. So, so I was looking into that because I because I remember that show as a kid. And I'm like, my I got to look up, look into that, find out if they're stepdads. I was like, well, wait a minute. One of them is. And it specifically talks about. Uh, the episode called, uh, like, Pop the Question or something, where the, the daughter in the episode, who, I forget her name, but she ends up being in Step by Step. Uh, the daughter in the episode finds out which one of her two dads is the actual biological dad, and it just shows her, like, really happy, and then she crumples up the results and throws it. So one of them is a stepdad. I don't know which one. Okay. Okay, all right. Yeah. It's probably whichever one wasn't 
Paul Reiser, right? It's <laughs> the Paul other Reiser guy. and the other guy. Whose <laughs> name I always think, Greg yeah. something. The art guy. That's all I remember. Yeah. He was like an like a artsy. I usually song. he's got he's that's like all he's ever been in. Yeah, I've I've dropped his name in promos before, and I can't think of it off the top of my head right now. Uh, I can't, and I just he, he's I'm the of the team. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, well, I, I the just, one thing the one thing we always say is. You don't become a stepdad by accident. You have to want it. Yeah. So we we got a lot of yeah. uh, living up to with these yeah. normal dads. No, no one ever became a stepdad by accident. I once heard a comedian exactly. say, "It's uh, it's easy. It's harder to order a pizza than become a, a dad, because no one ever ordered a pizza and was surprised it showed up." <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> that's why step. That's why a stepdad is a real dad because they. They know They're, you can't accidentally become a stepdad. Right? Yeah, that's true. They they go into it like they're the realest dads. Yeah, mm-hmm. they made that decision. Yeah, exactly. They're in for the long haul. You they would know think. It. I mean, it'd have to be a weird <laughs> set of circumstances to accidentally become a stepdad. It'd be one rough night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have three kids of my own. All all my all my non stepkids, I guess, is what we'll call them. Oh. <laughs> one of them I didn't agree yeah. on. The two I did agree. The third, my wife tricked me somehow. Uh, it happens. Um, it does happen. Yeah. But uh, they it, it just relates so well because I showed them the commercial you guys did for me, the little promo, which was, was phenomenal. And thank you, by the way. So, and I showed it to them last night, and they just thought it was the funniest. First of all, they, they thought everything about it was funny. And then I And then I go, okay, guys, you have to come watch, like, their trailer they in the youtube so i said you gotta watch their youtube trailer and they're big wrestling fans anyways they're 11 7 and well three was asleep so 11 and 7 and uh as soon as the full house theme song starts playing they were instantly hooked because they've been binge watching full house since we've been stuck inside for this quarantine Uh, so they were all for it all for it and they just they loved the whole thing about it so I'll have to uh, I'll have to show them the part tonight where you guys compared yourselves to Jesse and Joey. Uh, um, is it is it true that the the true greatest dad of all time is John Cena, Senior? Is is that is that Hold true? Hold the phone. Yeah. Hold the phone. We've we've actually met John Cena Senior. John Cena Senior helped us get a title shot in Massachusetts one night. Yeah. In front of a live audience. Yeah. John Cena Senior is the man. He is. And he knows he knows his stepdads, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he gave us our first title shot. Mm-hmm. Uh Johnny Fabulous, right? Johnny Fabulous. I Jeez. believe he was the general manager of a company called House of Bricks Wrestling, which uh went defunct last year. But when we were there, he actually was able to get us a number one contenders match and a title shot at their tag team title. And I got to thank him from one dad to another. That's right. <laughs> Oh, so absolutely the best dad. Absolutely, well, great, great man. Yeah, he is a he is a great individual. Yep, sure is. Um, quarantine. Is it, I I write all these bullet points down and I never stay on them. But we mentioned I mentioned quarantine earlier. Uh, have you guys learned any new skills or hobbies during this? But now wait a minute, you you because I talked to you guys. You guys are both still working, right? You're essential workers. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yep. I, I, he worked the entire way through. Okay. Um, I was, working, yeah. I was closed for a little bit, 
but I've been back up for a while. I'm kind of like half my usual schedule right now, but I've been working since a few weeks ago. Yeah, and so, I'm, I'm still 40 hours a week. I actually travel to New York and Staten Island, so we wow. got to be careful, but yeah, yeah. yeah I'm still no. working. Wow. And I, I'm a delivery, I, I'm a wholesale driver, so I'm, yeah. it's just, there's less demand. So that's the only reason I've been working less is the only. So nothing's really been different for you. Well, besides the demand, nothing's really been different. Uh, not a lot of wrestling. No, well, yeah, besides, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've, yeah. basically my weekend and my weekdays have flipped and I'm working two long days and I have five days off, mm-hmm. uh, which has led to me mostly just rewatching a lot of shows on Netflix or I, I, I discovered, <laughs> yeah. uh. An app, uh, Pluto TV. I'm oh my god, me too. Me it's, too. It has it has so many channels that are just one show all day. American so, Gladiators, Beavis yeah, and yeah. Butthead, Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Oh, good lord. Um, <laughs> there's one that's just uh, MTV's The Challenge all day. Yeah. I'm here for that. Yeah. Uh, my the two I probably watch the most, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, <laughs> and. Degrassi, the next generation. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's where I'm at. That that's that's where I'm at at this point in the quarantine. Yeah, I've so been really I've been doing uh, oh, Pluto's great. I've been doing uh, American Gladiators, and then I try to watch Beavis and Butthead. But if the kids, the only problem with Beavis and Butthead is they don't have the music video segment. Yep, because yeah. they they don't they don't have the rights because the copyright. Oh God, it's such it's horseshit. Every MTV show is missing, like, uh, Daria has the same problem, oh. and if, if you ever watch that, yeah, it, it, it's missing, like, these crucial, uh, any show that's built on music is ruined, it, um, The Wonder Years, yeah, same nope. thing. on Netflix, Wonder Years, it's, it's not the same. Good no, thing. It's, yeah. it hurts. That's a bummer. I mean, they, they couldn't think ahead, I mean, we didn't know, but. Yeah, horse shit. But... Yeah, <laughs> I agree. It sucks. It really sucks. Uh, but America. By the way, if you if you ahead. haven't if you've been watching American Gladiator, yeah, um, I randomly watched a new show called Ultimate Tag. Yeah, yeah, it's on and Fox, it, I think. It's so much like Gladiator. Yeah, because because they got it's just American Gladiator type characters, but they're doing parkour and stuff. They're and just they're, running they're just, by each other. Yeah, they're just running by these like random people trying it's, to reach the end of the maze or whatever. It's no Battle Dome. It's no Battle Dome. <laughs> you know, you know, Battle Dome's all right with me, but you know, if you're looking for something new, that's I don't know if you if you're if anyone out there is aware of Battle Dome, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> Weird, it's the like... weirdest like Saturday Sunday morning UPN gladiators. It's, it's like half wrestling, half American gladiators. There's like a voodoo doctor on top of a spinning wheel. That and the uh, Karate Masters, whatever it was called, yeah. Karate MC. What a oh. what a time to be alive! Right. Boy, that's Good. the '90s for you. Good grief! I know. I'm just thinking of Daria right now because my wife loved that show. Great uh, show. Yeah, it's great show. Great one one of the best spinoffs too. Yeah, yeah. It came yeah. from Beavis and Bio. Funny thing, funny thing about Daria that I always thought was interesting: all the people who are voice actors on it. They weren't really – they were just, like, people who worked for MTV at the time. None of them were, like, big-name voice yeah. actors. So the, the lady who's the voice of Daria is, like, I think the, like, vice president of Viacom now. <laughs> like, she just worked for MTV at the time. Uh, They're like, you have a voice that would work for this character. They probably didn't think it was going to come into anything. We, they probably didn't have much for a budget, so they yeah. were like, we got to just be all in-house for this. Yeah. One of my favorite shows on MTV at that time – well, I had a couple – I, I like Beavis and Butthead. Uh, I loved Syphil and Ollie. 
That was MTV. Yeah, Syphil and Ollie. That was on real late. Uh, and then there was one on Liquid, Liquid Metal. It was like the guy had a really big head. Uh, it might have just been called the head, for all I know. You might be right, actually. Yeah. And uh, but it was good stuff. Right. I don't know if you if you saw our uh, our. You know I'm an MTV guy. In our promo for Ziggy Dice's uh, our day our. Let's get over. I, yeah. I, I name drop Jesse Camp and uh, and Dan Cortez. Oh man, Dan Cortez. Man, I we could talk TV all night. I think Dan Cortez was on one of. Uh, I remember it. It's clear as day. It was on a show. It must have been in syndication. It was on the USA Network. Uh, the single guy. It was called. Yeah, Dan Cortez was like the guy's buddy. Or something, but he wasn't the same because he didn't have one a bandana. I got my Dan Cortez bandana on, I guess tonight. <laughs> uh, it, th- throwing out one more underrated MTV show a little later on, but uh, I got one too. Clone High. I don't yeah, know if you ever watched. Uh, it was it was made by the same guys who made the Lego Movie, uh, Phil Lord and Chris yeah. Miller, and it had Will Forte as as it was the whole about a historical figures that were cloned. Oh yeah, yeah, in a high school. Were they in a high school? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it had it had Will Forte as Abe Lincoln <laughs> and uh Gandhi was in it. It was Yeah, just, I remember that. It was now. great. I think it only lasted one year. It was only like, lasted one, one season, season yeah. unfortunately. Probably. Uh just, just last year I rewatched The Max and that is such a trippy like mini series. I don't that, know if you ever saw it. That was on MTV? It, yeah, it was like 15 minute episodes. Uh I think it was during Liquid, but yeah. it's it's really trippy. Oh. I, I I would give that a watch if you got if you have like an hour and a half you can watch the whole thing, <laughs> watch the entire catalog. Uh, well, it's been the highlight of quarantine is watching old shows. Totally, I I, I, I did watch uh, all of the horrible reality TV show uh, Kid Nation on YouTube. Oh my god! <laughs> oh no! What's that about? You don't the, know Kid Nation? I don't oh, think so. You're gonna. Want to watch it for this. It's on YouTube. Hold on. So it, they literally took 40 kids and just stranded them in the desert and were like, now you're going to run this town. Just some abandoned town in Mexico, right? Yeah. New Mexico, somewhere around there. 2008. Think like like mid to late yeah, I think 07, I think. Yeah. It, it's, it, it was about, they, they literally took 40 kids ages 8 to 15 and were like, you're going to live in this town. You're going to cook. You're, you're going to have merchant class you're gonna have rich and poor no parents and and no parents and you're gonna run this town and it's it is a hilarious surprisingly does not go well no knowing knowing kid i also work in the school system so knowing my students and my own kids they probably does not go well let's just say there was a lot of lawsuits by the time the show was over (laughs) yeah kids kids drinking bleach and Getting grease on themselves. I think the highlight for me of the first episode is the youngest kid is like he just leaves. He's just like straight up eight years old. Yeah, he's eight years old. He just straight up raises his hand and leaves, and he's like, "I'm too young for." (laughs) He's the smartest one, probably. Yeah, absolutely the smartest kid of the whole bunch. He actually he gets upset at one point and like runs away from the town, and they found him like in a barn. I think it was something like that. And they're just filming him crying in a barn. Yeah, these are adults with cameras just watching, <laughs> filming kids and, cry. And, and it, <laughs> they interviewed him, like, like recently they interviewed him, and he was like, yeah, the cameraman just came in and was like, 
hey, buddy, you mind if I film you? And just filmed him crying for like a half an hour until he stopped crying. Like, they did not help any of the kids at all. This is going to be great TV. Do you, do you think, okay, so the summer's coming up, and uh, like my kids know, like summer camps are kind of open and kind of not. You think I could just show them this first episode and get, say, hey, girls, uh, look. Uh, this is where we're gonna send you for the summer. Oh. You think I could pass it off as that and <laughs> scare them? Go for straight? it. As long as you can afford a psychiatrist, go oh, for it. God Almighty! I tell you what. Uh, yeah. Mine could not survive in the world <laughs> at all, and I'm not afraid to admit that. I have three. I have three ladies. First of all, that drive me nuts. Mm. Three girls. So, oh, Kid Nation. I got it up here, so I'll have to check that out. <laughs> Yeah, you will. You will have a blast. <laughs> it, it is. It is hilarious. Jeez. You're, you're gonna assume every step of the way. You're gonna be like, "Oh, this is this is fake. This didn't happen." And I guarantee you, most of it, if not all of it, is real and actually happened to these poor children. It says Kid Nation episode two: to kill or not to kill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. They they lord they lord of the flies to these kids. Yeah. Oh my god! How was this? They were like, "Well, someone's gonna die, but it's gonna be great TV." <laughs> oh, good god! Well, I might as well throw this this thing away. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry to go completely off track. Start, no, start it's playing Cube Nation right now. No, it's, just for the audience. I you know I really would love to to tell you the truth. <laughs> Uh, just, just save those questions for the follow-up interview when we get through none of them today. <laughs> yeah, right? We'll just have you on in, in a special moment from the stepdad. There you go, yeah. It's a very um, special episode. Let me see if I can get us back to wrestling. Do you guys keep up with today's promotion? Is that a dumb question to ask? I mean, every, I mean, right? I, I do and I don't. It, it's really tough um, because when you're wrestling every weekend right. and then working the rest of the week, it's like the last thing I want to do is come home from work and watch wrestling because there's – especially because for me, there's there's just so much to keep up on. It's like impossible to keep up with. There's too much. Uh, like, I, I guess AEW is the easiest one for me to keep up with. But stuff like WWE, there's there's like 20 hours of footage a week. I, I don't have that much time. No. It's ridiculous. I, I keep up a little more than Wade, but at the same time, it's like you got to watch highlight vids. You yeah. got to read you know, results sometimes. Yeah. We did, we just don't have the time to watch everything. I think I keep up a little more than him. Yeah. But at the same time, it's it's a lot, you know? Is it more beneficial? I guess when I, I do ask that question a lot and, and I'm starting to, to go away from it because it, it, sound, it sounds good in theory and then when I say it out loud, it just sounds dumb. Um, oh, go for it. Go I think, for it. No, the question I just asked about the promotion. Oh. Okay. But I think what I'm really trying to get at is do you guys watch wrestling to to help your craft? So maybe not the promotions that are going on right now and what's happening now, but do you guys go back and watch wrestling? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's current a better stuff, question. Yeah. Current stuff, not at all. If you no. see it on TV, right. it's not yours. You can't take it. It's already been done yeah. in a bigger scale than you could ever do it. Yeah. Um, and you're going to look like a ripoff even if you did it before them or uh, didn't know they were doing it. If some new guy shows up on not new guy, but a guy new yeah. to the audience comes to AEW and starts doing a cool move, you're kinda out of luck then. Yeah. But we we regularly we'll try to sit down every once in a while and watch like old DVDs of stuff from like the, the mid two thousands and just see if there's stuff there that people were doing that they're not doing no one's doing anymore. We're, we're talking like independent wrestling two yeah. thousands. 
Chikara, yeah. Ring of Honor, Jersey All Pro, Jersey All Pro, stuff that is uh, kind of out of circulation. Yeah. And it's not even to steal. It's like get ideas and like jog potential uh, spot ideas or variations of stuff um, that maybe we haven't thought of. Because I find if I watch too much wrestling, um, it makes me more of a copycat. And, like, I'm not as creative on my own. I'm just, like, thinking of stuff I saw. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I play a lot of music, and that's the same way. Like, if I – I, I like, I'll, I'll grab the guitar and play something. But if I listen to way too much music and, like, try to do something like that, I may play something on the guitar and be like, wow, this is good. Oh, I just heard that earlier on. Yep, the subconsciously ride. it sneaks in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and sometimes it works out for us. Like we've had matches before where I watched something and it was a perfect inspiration for a match we were gonna have, mm-hmm. and we didn't do the exact match, but it was a good inspiration and for like a structure idea on how to keep the match uh, going. Yeah. yeah, we try to keep it fresh. Clearly, we like to have original. You know stuff. Even the uh, the way we do our finisher, the Father's Day device, <laughs> is, is a, a great different name, version the of the Doom. Yeah, it's a different version of the Doomsday device that I've ever seen any other team do. Maybe some random team in the Midwest did it a couple of times. I don't know. But as far as I, we try to do, we try to be as original as possible, unless it's meant to be something right. the audience knows. Right. Um. My yeah. My finishing move when I'm in singles matches is a stepdad stunner. Because Radley eight sixteen p.m. says it's past your bedtime, <laughs> but that's but that's on purpose, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's just uh you don't ever want to be the rip off. It, it's it's yeah. not like even if you're doing it, you don't even want to do it subconsciously. It, it it people will pick up on it. Yeah, and it would probably it wouldn't even come off as natural, anyways. I would yeah. assume. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's see if we can. Oh, goals for the stepdads. Oh, wait, before I get the goals, oh. uh, where I, where did I write this down? Uh, who who needs to get spanked? I, that's a long list in this day and age, kiddo. Let yeah. me tell you. Uh, in wrestling, oh, in life. Yeah. Oh boy. If if I okay, you get you get to one person. Who get who needs to be spanked? So one you person? say one? Yeah. You, you want to say the first one? You each get I mean, one. This is for me, this is the easiest choice. Go for it. Yeah, go for it. Uh, it's it's the current president. I almost like, I almost spit it all out. Like, oh, for, for, no. me, for me, that's the easiest choice possible. I could I could see that. And it counts oh, as oh. spanking a wrestler. He is a a, a WWE yeah, Hall of Famer. Famer. So <laughs> He's he's more than we could ever strive to be in the world of wrestling. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, that's kind of sad. He's probably or just having an appearance at WrestleMania. He's probably reached the pinnacle. We, we we'll probably never meet. I want to point out how many times I've seen people complain that Coco Beware is in the Hall of Fame, but I've never seen one person complain that Trump is there. Yeah, it's it, true. Re- it really bothers me. You know what bothers me is Andy Kaufman is not. In the Hall of Fame. Yeah. 100% agree. But Drew Carey is? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. No. It's if fun. they took Hulk Hogan out of the Hall of Fame, I think there's they at least some justification to take Trump out. We should take all the Hogans out of existence. AEW's <laughs> <laughs> trying to do that. They're all terrible. Yeah. Just put him in a car with Nick and let him drive. Oh, 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 oh my God. 
Uh... <laughs> I don't feel bad about that at all. I literally tweeted at Nick Hogan the other day. But he was a terrible person. That's... Well, you're right. <laughs> oh, man. And I had a question right before that, too. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. Oh, you sin- got to pick who you would spank. Oh, maybe yeah, yeah. Nick Hogan, then. Maybe Nick Hogan's the guy that you're with. You're going you're to spank Nick Hogan? I don't know. I mean, clearly his father never has. Oh. <laughs> so it's, brother. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, Cindy Lauper's not even in the Hall of Fame. She should be in the Hall of Fame, too. That, that's yeah. a real shame, because she, uh, she probably launched uh, wrestling it to a higher level than maybe any celebrity, yeah. including Mr. T. Yeah. Rock and wrestling. Yeah. Rockin like including Mike Tyson, I would. I, that's that's my opinion. I just remember the those the, the Goonies, the Goonies songs that she had for the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. They had that like long form video on MTV that had uh, the Iron Sheik and, and Piper and Nikita Koloff. I just remember that uh, Lou Albano yeah, with her dad. Cool. I mean, that Cindy Lauper has had a crazy career. Yeah. I, she literally had a song that was in the SpongeBob musical. I mean, that's that's a. You've spanned everything. She's been everywhere. Yeah. All right. So we got to spank. We're gonna we're gonna spank Trump and Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Bet you've never gotten that combination of answers before. Oh man. I mean, I mean, how am I gonna follow that up? We have goals. Where would we like to see the stepdads? I know where I would Uh, like to see them, but where would you? At the White House, spanking the president. There you go. This, this is we're formally announcing co-presidents right here. Uh, we're ready. The stepdads want to bring wrestling back to malls. Yep. <laughs> With Cindy Lauper. Um, for a Hall of Fame ceremony. Yeah. If I don't get to enter like Lex Luger in a weird shirt, shirt ripping contest, oh. my career has been for nothing. I I, I, I thought you were gonna come in the Lex Express because I want to drive up in the Lex Express. Let me tell you. Oh. <laughs> um, goals. I mean, our goals are literally just we we we've, right now. It's uh, just to keep improving. Um, it's not stagnate. I feel like we in the last year we kind of stagnated a little, where we just weren't hitting our stride and and, and elevating to the next level. We we kind of felt stuck, like we were at single A baseball, and yeah. we want to make that jump to double A. Yeah. Um, and the only way you do that is by wrestling people better than you. Yeah. And uh, that's that's really our goal, is to keep wrestling guys better than us so we can learn from them mm-hmm. and uh, keep improving. Yeah, absolutely no slight to any company that's ever given us the opportunity. No. Because it, when when we came into every, pretty much every company we've come into, we've learned things from them. We got to wrestle brand new people that helped us. And we're all about um, – getting that different experiences from all the all, all yeah. over the Northeast and hopefully, you know, other parts of the country as well. And I take pride in the fact that we've only been around for a handful of years yeah. and already companies are trusting us to be like a veteran team mm-hmm. to guide their young guys through. But yeah. at the same time, for us to take that next step, we have to wrestle guys better than us as yeah. well. Makes sense. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, there's, there's tons of promotions. I don't know if, we, if you want us to name them, but I wrote uh, it, I wrote it down nineteen promotions. Yes, yeah, we we've been all over the Northeast. We want to go, you know, overseas, Canada, Midwest. Um, 
Florida, that kind of thing. Yeah, expand out from where we are. Right. I'd like to wrestle a little more in Jersey. It never seems to happen. Yeah. You um, know what's funny? I just talked to – sorry to cut you off there, but you mentioned Jersey. And uh, I just talked to the CE, I guess – is that the word you use these days? Uh, Colin West of Synergy Pro Wrestling. Oh, we know Colin. Yeah. 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 I said – because I knew, I knew you guys were in New Jersey, so – and uh, I, so I know him. I know him because I've had him on the show, and I love Synergy, and I do some help him with some stuff mm-hmm. for certain things. So I, I tell him, "Oh, look, I'm having the stepdads wrestling on, knowing that they're from New Jersey." And he's like, "I know them personally." And uh, yep. so I just, you know, I, I thought, you know, because they got a great show coming up on July 11th for first responders. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I do. The, the the tough thing is, um, and this is not a slight to yeah. Colin, um, he doesn't book many tag matches. It's, That's, it's a lot of triple threats. Uh, he doesn't have a tag division, so it's that, hard to bring in a random tag team. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was – I was as you were talking about the promotions and everything, it all clicked for me. I'm thinking, yeah, Synergy doesn't really have tag matches per se. Like, I don't think I've ever seen one, to tell you the truth. Yeah. So, and, and that happens with a lot of promotions. We, um, for instance, we love uh, Limitless Wrestling. They're yeah. up in Maine. Yep. Absolutely love their company. We would we would be so happy to work for them. But they don't really have tag team championships. They don't have many tag teams. They have a couple of uh, the Maine State Posse guys like that. They're great. The tag teams they bring in are great. But it's not like they have a roster of a dozen tag teams. Yeah, it's, it's tough to, uh, to, to pitch mm-hmm. to a promoter. It's like bring in two, two new guys. Yeah. And then if they don't have a tag team to face you, then it's four guys you got to bring in that you don't really know. Um, it, it can be tough if you don't have the, a division already set. Yeah, yeah. I never, I never looked at it that way. I never thought about it. I'll tell I you mean, what. That being, you know, that being said, I think we could, you know, be pretty popular with any audience. I mean, <laughs> we yeah. could, we could make it happen. I, I really believe that. Yeah. I'd just like to see you guys sitting in the crowd, just sitting in the crowd watching. And that's if I was running a promotion. And I was gonna bring you guys in. I would just like sit you in the crowd for like weeks, just the, sitting there. That happened. The that first, happened before. The first oh, the, one of the first. Yeah. Oh, oh, we were. It was only for one show, but we we were in the crowd in the second row, um, and we were sitting there the whole show. Uh, we had our sweaters in our on, sweaters, all like our, in gear, all our like, stuff. not not yeah. wrestling gear, but like in ridiculous outfits yeah. that no one else would be wearing. It was summer; we're both wearing sweaters, um, and we were heckling the show, like Statler Waldorf, like like from the Muppets. <laughs> and um, that's we've who been you guys heckling, are. <laughs> yeah, we've we've been heckling the whole show, and eventually this one match happens, and the guys are leaving, and we're heckling them. And it turned into a brawl. It got a little heated. I might threw my water at him. I don't know exactly. So we've been sitting there the whole show, and all of a sudden, we're brawling with these guys. Yeah. And uh, people le- people were afraid and left. We made people believe wrestling was real again, and that was a highlight of my day. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we scared some people. But we, we ended up having a match with those guys at the very next show. And, uh, boy, that crowd was uh, – very uh, heated. Let me put it that they way. They hated us. They hated that's, us. That's the, the biggest <laughs> heel reaction we've ever gotten. Yeah. That match ended with me getting jackknife power bombed by a guy who's six foot seven. Yeah, wow. I, I got choke slammed by nine one one son. Yeah. Oh my so, god. Yeah. So that guy knows his choke slams. Yeah, and, I bet uh, he does. 
Yeah, I had to, I had to like crawl out of a grave after that. He choked slammed Same. me so hard. He 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 power bombed me, and I felt like I was in a, in an anime cartoon where I was in a crater that was smoking. <laughs> yeah, oh. so it's happened before. It'll probably happen again at some point. Our but... personal idea that we've always wanted to pitch for a debut would be uh, if we came in as faces, have um, heel champions in the ring, and they're running down the crowd. And uh, they start picking on a little kid. Yeah, yeah. Is it your and, kid? Uh, One of your kids. The little kid is sitting there by himself, <laughs> and he gets up, and he's like, I'm telling my dad. <laughs> and he just leaves. Get and one of those Kid Nation kids. Yeah. yeah. Later they come out for their match, and uh, they're like, no one's accepted our open challenge. And uh, the kid walks back in, and he's holding both of our hands. And he's like, that's them. They're the guys. And uh, we come, meanies that make fun of me. And, and we come in and have a match with them to, to defend our kid. That's right. It's like, it's like a Boy Meets World episode. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what we're all about, oh. man. As, as someone who was in a backyard wrestling match, did an entire Corey versus Joey the Rat exchange oh. and, oh and yellow promo, I, I'm all for Boy Meets World references oh. in my wrestling. man. I think we can I... get Robert Goulet to announce us to the ring. Oh, that's the ultimate right there. I think I just watched that episode like two weeks ago. <laughs> Corey, the Corey Matthews. The, the Corey Matthews. And Joey the Rat Epstein, who went on to become the guitarist for an indie band called Rilo Kylie, and that blows my mind every day. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm at such a dilemma. Because one of the things I like to live by is I live by the fact that uh, I, I try to never keep anybody over an hour. I like to stick to that rule. And uh, it, I, I don't know. I like to live by my word. And then helps maybe with getting uh, people on again, I guess. I don't know. But we are nearing the end of the show. But I want to run a couple quick questions at you. And then I'm going to hand Absolutely. you guys the virtual mic to you know, do whatever you want. Put yourself over, bury someone. Sure. I don't know. Um. <laughs> I mean, I have so I have so many uh, questions. Uh, give me something to watch on Netflix because when I'm done here, I'm gonna need to go watch something. Uh, if That's you, ha- you if you haven't watched it, uh, two seasons, hilarious show, American Vandal. American. Oh yeah, Vandal. it's uh, it, it's basically a parody of making a uh, making a murderer type shows. Okay. But it's set in a high school where the crime is that a guy drew a bunch of dicks on the teachers' cars and <laughs> and, and they're trying to figure out the crime and who did it. <laughs> But it's it's like a parody. Yeah, it's yeah. it's done in the style with like recreations and nice. full like investigation. But it's about a bunch of high school yeah, kids. Yeah, like like full on mockumentary made by one of the kids in the school, who is also a suspect. Yeah, it's yeah. it's hilarious. Yeah. And and even during the the course of the show, he mentions how previous episodes are on YouTube now, and that's how characters know things yeah. that were earlier in the show. The mystery of who drew the dicks. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. Oh, that's it's, good. It's fantastic. Both seasons are great. Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure 3 coming out. Thoughts? I haven't seen the trailer, but just based on the fact that it exists, I'm excited about it, because I love the first two movies. I, I did see the trailer. Totally hyped. I, I have not really seen hyped. the trailer, so that's something I have looked look forward to as well i actively try to avoid trailers if i can help it do you i, I love to... trailers uh too many of them give too much plot away today yeah in today's day and age they definitely yeah. do yeah i agree with that um as stepdads do you guys have any tips for me as a dad um ooh, uh, <laughs> i guess it would just be uh patience 
patience. True. 100% patience. Um, don't forget what it was like to be a kid. That's I feel point. like too many parents grow up and they forget what it was like. And uh, it's even though it seems stupid, every day is the most important day. It, the, the, the worst thing that's ever happened, the most important thing that's ever happened because life has been so much shorter and condensed. I, I would just say uh, keep, keep that kid mindset. Excellent. Yeah. All right, last question, and I'll give you guys a mic. Datitude, can you uh, operationally define that for me? It's like uh, the feeling you get when you get to a barbecue and someone else is at the grill and they don't know what they're doing. It's like that feeling. <laughs> I'm just picturing a whole commercial right now. <laughs> That's probably a commercial we will make at some point. <laughs> guys at the grill. Like, you know, they know how to flip his shish kebabs or whatever. Yeah, you're, you're just watching things burn. <laughs> or it's the feeling you get when someone else is in charge of the remote and they put the volume on an odd number. <laughs> Where the volume is yeah. 33 and you're like, what are you doing? Hold it's, on, it's, I'll take care of that. It's waking up in the middle of the night and noticing somebody touch the thermostat. And I don't know, I don't know what they think they're doing because they're not paying that electric bill. Yeah. So they better watch it. Or it's summer and you realize that you, you look around the house and you see the back door is open and you don't know for how long, <laughs> but you know that you're not paying to cool the entire neighborhood. That's right. Oh, I leave my garage. It's more of examples. It's hard to really define it. it, it it's an example thing. Yeah. It, it's a feeling. I think you guys did a phenomenal yeah. job <laughs> describing it. Uh, that's great. Um, okay, so at the end of every show, I like to um, give I give a mic to you. You guys can put over whatever you want. You put over yourselves. You can put over uh, Spank and Trump. You can bury anything you want. Uh, it doesn't I'll matter. You, Go ahead. You want you want to put our, give the information on our social? Yeah, you can do the other half. Yeah. So I'll put us over. <laughs> Uh, by throwing out our, our contact information. So um, anybody who enjoyed us tonight or seen any of our videos, you can find us at Stepdad's Wrestling. Now, that's all one word. I don't want any spaces between. I don't want anyone Googling Stepdad's Space Wrestling. That is, uh, that's a no zone. We don't, we don't do that in this house. I don't allow it. It gets weird. Right? You might, yeah, it gets real weird. <laughs> and you might have to put like the safety on or whatever you do on the, the information superhighway to stop that. But Step Dead Wrestling, all one word. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Facebook. You can also find us on TikTok. You can find us on Twitch. You can find us on, uh, on uh, Twitter at Step Dad's Wrestle, as well as ProWrestlingTees.com slash Step Dads. We got the Gods of Dad Bods t shirt. Us, us, a statue, this mighty Greek gods. He uh, got uh, da dad to the bone. And da dad dudes, which dad is a, dudes. a playoff of bad dudes, the 1988 yeah. video game. That's right. Oh, Are my God. The president? Are you dad enough to save the president? You're going to find out. Um, as, as well as uh, uh, patreon.com slash stepdadswrestling. So stepdadswrestling is the way to find us. Just don't put that space there because that's when trouble happens. And we don't want trouble over this house. No trouble. And uh, I didn't really plan this, but uh, I'll just be it. real. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be just real. be real. Um, more than ever, I want to put over just being good to each other as people. Uh, it's a really tumultuous time right now. Um, people are more divided than ever. Uh, 
I know people, there's people who want to stay on one side of the fence and on the other. It's, there's not a time to be bipartisan. We have to be people, we have to be human beings. Um, all lives can't matter until black lives matter. Uh, it, it's, it's a serious issue and uh, it, it's, I'm glad. The fact that it's so divisive shows how serious of an issue it is. I'm, I'm glad people are doing something about it. Um, I wish I could get out and do more. I've donated. Mm -hmm. uh, you can find information on Twitter and stuff like that to donate to bail funds, um, pro-black charities. It's, it's definitely something. It's not enough to not be racist anymore. We have to be actively anti-racist and we really have to bring people together because it's, it's been too long. It's just, it, it's, we need to be equal. Everyone needs to be equal. It's not about ha anyone having advantages. It's about people being brought up to equality. I agree. I stand and by that's, that. That's really all I have to say. Yeah, I stand by that. I mean, I got, I got three daughters and uh, I stand by that every day as, as best I can. You know, I, yeah. I'm, I'm raising the future. So it's that's tough. Right. Exactly. It, yeah. It's tough for, for them. Like I try not to have, I mean, we can get on another topic altogether. I try not to have the TV <laughs> on, you know, the news. Uh, just I not that I'm hiding them from it, but like I want to be the facilitator and and tell them. Yeah, yeah. You so, want to educate them, and you yeah. want to educate them on what's right. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. agree. Yeah, you don't want them learning from another source. Yeah, that's what I. That, I mean, that's what me and my wife try. So we're doing our best. That's that's. I, I think right there. I think what you just described. That's datitude. That's right datitude. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fellas, with that being said, I, I, I mean, I'd love to have you guys on again. I, I mean, we didn't even, I mean, we could do, I could probably, we could probably could talk Saturday morning cartoons for an hour. Oh yeah. You know, we could talk about I'm, literally I'm, anything. We, I'm pretty sure we only talked about our first two matches and kind of went off from there. So there, we had many other matches after that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, and I could talk about way more MTV VJs. Yeah. <laughs> what would, Gosh, so yeah, Jesse Camp. I'm always I'm thinking of that other the other guy because Jesse Camp was in an actual like it was a contest. Oh, um, uh, Dave Holmes. Yes, that's who it was. He won. Dave Holmes won. It, yes, Jesse um, Camp. But was they hired the Jesse Camp yeah, as well because he was the people. Dave champion. Holmes was on was on MTV for a long time. Yeah, he was. He, yeah. he would be on like Spring Break randomly. Yeah. Uh, there was like a game show he hosted that was like you spun a wheel and have to sing. It was like say what karaoke he hosted that. Yeah. Um. And then you had Carson Daly and, yep. and Sway. Uh, Sway was also there Sway. with his weird Sway. headband. Who was a? I met I met one of the VJs at Woodstock '94. Gosh, what was her was name? It, was it Downtown Julie Brown? No, it wasn't Downtown <laughs> Julie Brown. Oh goodness, it, I doubt it would have been awesome if it was. It wasn't. My wife would know because I took a picture with her, but now I don't remember. So was it? Was it? From uh oh yeah, if it's ninety four, it's gonna be MTV. Yeah. I was gonna say I, I went to uh Ozfest like oh five or oh six and ran into uh Mistress Julia who was a, like a, a VJ <laughs> yeah. for Fuse at the time. Yeah. Fuse. No, it wasn't crazy. her. It was uh I don't even know if I know Ananda Lewis. Ananda Lewis. That, that, that is a name. Was that, that, a, that I have heard? It is an MTV VJ. That's who it was. Ananda Lewis. There we go. There it was. That's who I met at Woodstock '94. Oh, phenomenal! I mean, I'm gonna. Well, well, we're gonna have to do this again sometime. We're definitely gonna have Absolutely. to talk about. We're gonna have to talk about Kid Nation. We're gonna have to talk <laughs> oh. about American Vandal. Yeah. yeah. We have to catch up. Oh yeah. boy. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I gotta watch Kid Nation too. 
<laughs> you're gonna be very busy now i am you know, if, if you need us in a weekly spot we're just always around yeah just saying. i mean i mean you never write you never call come visit your old man you know hang yeah. out sometimes yeah how are your feet are your feet okay yeah how's your carburetor you doing all right i i am i am doing okay uh I, I want school to be officially over, uh, but I work in the I work in the school system, and I work in the special ed school system. Uh, I'm a behavioral specialist for for children with autism, so gotcha. uh, we have to work in the summer. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's but I I just want I just need a two just like a two week break just to re just to recharge just to recharge. But Absolutely. yeah, we I, Christ, we could do a spe- special message from stepdads every week. Yeah, anytime you need us, we're around. I uh, mean, we're roommates, so it's not like we're doing anything. I'm not uh, doing anything either. <laughs> like, I, like, like I said, I've been watching Degrassi on Pluto TV. I'm pretty sure I, I, I don't have many plans. Yeah, Ice yeah. Road Truckers, you ever just binge watch that thing? Oh, absolutely! Yes. Hell's Kitchen, Storage Wars. Oh my there's, god! There's, Man, there's like wars. a there's like a True Life MTV yeah. channel. Yeah. Or right. a, a made. The other day I was watching MTV Next. I forgot oh, that was wow. a thing. Yeah. I forgot about that too. Oh, how was the interview with Stepdad? She's great. Yeah, we put over Pluto TV for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's the best free TV app. I'm not even getting paid to say that. No. It's fantastic. And it looks like cable. So I pulled it up yeah. on my TV. My wife walks in and she's like, "What is this?" I was like, "It's Pluto yeah. TV. It's free. It's got, it looks it's just got like TV guide. <laughs> yeah, it looks just like cable. <laughs> exactly. What do you want to watch? Broken Skull Challenge. You want to watch that? We have every yeah, episode. <laughs> you want to watch Walker Texas Ranger for twenty four hours straight? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, all right, I'm gonna let you guys go, and uh, we'll definitely we'll definitely be in touch. Anytime, yeah. Right. Thanks for coming around tonight. Yep. No problem. Thank you. We'll see you later. Later. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yep. Oh man, that was fun. all right. I'm gonna go around and shut that. Oh, they shut it off. Oh man, that was good. I mean, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how much of an interview it was, as opposed. I, I, I I was talking with them and we we came to the conclusion that like that type of conversation I had a feeling that's how it was gonna go based on uh, this guy's called the standing streamer.
Kaylee Brian Shane from Wrestling with Regret, and you're watching Putting You Over.